what's tea y'all i'm back with yet another podcast um this is episode three so we're just we're just rolling on through you know what i'm saying this is um this is good this is good consistency is good and i actually look forward to tuesday mornings to record so that's also good um so for today we're going to start out with something new um i got my first letter from a listener so that was blessed um so i'm gonna read that i don't know if she wanted me to say her name or give any personal details so i took all of that out um it's kind of long but i feel like it's important so i'm gonna go ahead and read it um so the subject is what's tea michael I don't even know where to start. I've been mulling over this email for days, girl, but I know I could not go forward without saying something to you. Your transparency is so refreshing, and I'm grateful to you for displaying the courage to bear it all and say the things most people don't, because being a dreamer, and I mean a real in-your-soul, down-to-your-core dreamer, is tough and mean and honestly is bullshit. Excuse the curse. LOL. Tangent. I sometimes ask myself, why can't you be normal and content with a nine to five and a husband and four kids in your hometown? That life seems so simple and there are people that are okay and even happy and fulfilled in that life. You know that clip from Beyonce's documentary when she was like, why did God give me this life? That's how I feel as a person who has such grandiose dreams. It's hard, but I'm grateful. Anyway, my reason for needing to reach out and connect is bigger than you being honest about life. I hear it in your voice, the pain and the passion and the perseverance. I hear the determination and the commitment. I hear a fighter and a chaser and a dreamer. I connect with what you're feeling and fearing because I've been there, hell, I think I always am there. And that is so beautiful to me and I am deeply inspired. In 2015, I walked away from my big ultimate grandiose dream. My blog was my baby. The blood, sweat, and tears put into the brand and all the surrounding projects came from my soul. I emptied myself into that dream, and to walk away was easily the toughest thing I had to do. But I had to do it. I had to. For my own mental health, I had to. Walking away from my blog ultimately meant walking away from organized, unorganized religion and the idea that a single God slash truth exists. Having to restart and rebirth my life as a whole and dream from scratch all over again has been such an empowering, read, terrifying thing. It has allowed me to see and feel and experience life in ways I would have never imagined. I say all that to say, when I saw you posted a podcast called What's Tea, I just knew it was about to be on some pop culture, pop culture current events tip, which I'm fully here for, especially from you. I still tell my friends about how you and Kay kept me dying of laughter on Twitter back in the day. So when you said it would be Jesus-y, I died laughing. Um, but I also assessed that I probably wouldn't be a listener because that's just not my school of thought anymore. But I kept listening. Even when you pulled out the Bible verses, I kept listening. And then it was over and I wanted more. So I played episode two and listened in full, deeply inspired and encouraged. And listened in full, deeply inspired and encouraged. So good. Because what you are doing is bigger than you and it's bigger than your dream, you are speaking so much fire. You are allowing yourself to be used as a vessel for something bigger than you. It is inspiring. You and I carry different sources of truth and even though those differences, and even through those differences, your will to succeed permeated those barriers and touched a life. Straight up, I am committed to keep listening. Thank you for honoring whatever moment in time that led you here, crossing my path. Aside from all of that, you got this sexy, sultry, curly rolling ass voice. I gag. Love and light to you always, Jay. 
<laughs> so um, that came from a girl I actually used to go to school with. And I was touched by that for one, because, you know, first letter, new podcast, you always want, you know, you always want letters, you always want feedback. And you always are grateful to hear that one, that people are listening and two, that people enjoy. But I, I was more so touched by that because I have had a couple of conversations with people who believe in God, but aren't, you know, completely Jesus-y and, you know, in church or, you know, pray every day or Jesus isn't their best friend, essentially. And um, they have said, you know, you a podcast should be for everyone and you should, you should um, say, you know, even though I love God, I don't have a problem with atheists and so on and so forth. And I was trying to tell them that that's not necessary. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want everyone to listen to my podcast and I want everyone to be touched by my podcast, but it's for the people that it's for and it's not for the people that it's not for. And I'm okay with that. If my podcast is only for 30 people in this entire world and I touch those 30 people, I'm cool. I was a success. You know what I'm saying? And so her email touched me because she does not believe in God or she does not believe in Jesus. She doesn't subscribe to that school of thought anymore, but it still touched her and she still wants to listen. And she was still affected by this podcast, not because it's so churchy and not because it's so, you know, all of these Bible verses and stuff, but because it's real and because she felt it. And so I just appreciate you for that, Jay. Thank you for your email. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for your email. Um, If anybody else wants to send in an email, you can give me constructive criticism. You can just speak your mind. You can give me a testimony. You can give me something that you want to talk about. Um, My email is whatsteapod at gmail.com. And it's also going to be in the description of the podcast. All righty. So let's get into today's tea. Um, So the tea for today is foresight. Um, we've all heard the saying hindsight is 2020, but what about foresight? Um, and I see a lot of things like, oh, if you could talk to your 18 year old self now or your 15 year old self now, what would you say to them? And, you know, in just thinking one day a while ago when I was developing this podcast, um, I thought, what would my 40 year old self say to me? on June 13th, 2017. Um, Because I think it's important for us to be able to identify our issues and almost cultivate the advice that we would like to receive and that we think would be helpful in the now. Um, So I have five points that um, I think my 40-year-old self would say to me today. Um, The first one is don't give up. You spent so long looking for the path that will bring you joy just because it's hard does not mean you should turn away from it. Um, In my last podcast, I talked about um, a job like a regular nine to five job that I, you know, could have gotten and decided not to. Um, And one of the main reasons I decided not to, aside from what I mentioned last week about God showing me that that's just not my path. Um, I talked to my mother about it and, you know, a lot of times adults are all for stability and, you know, do what you got to do just to, to pay your bills, you know, like you can work on your dreams on the side. 
Um, but I was talking to my mother about it after I left the second interview and she was like, I mean, you know, the stability is cool, but I just don't want you to give up on your dreams. And that wasn't surprising coming from my mother because anyone who knows my mother knows that she is exactly where I get my unconventionalness from, you know, um, But it's just, it's encouraging when it's not a peer telling you to follow your dreams or an inspirational podcast or a blog post, but someone who knows you better than anyone in this world and someone who, yes, wants you to be stable and, you know, knows that if you continue to follow your dreams, you may or may not reach out for some money more often than not, but even still wants you to pursue that path because she knew that that was where I would be happiest in my business, in my podcast, in not having this nine to five soul sucking job in an office. She knew that my happiness would not derive from stability, but my happiness derives from doing what I love. Um, and so don't give up. Yeah. 40 year old self to 27 year old self says, don't give up. Um, the second point The road less traveled is probably that way because there are more hills and more potholes. The unconventional life you want to attain will not be easy, but it will be worth it. Um, Yeah, that's pretty self-explanatory. There are a lot, a lot, a lot of trials that come from being a business owner with an apartment by yourself in Washington, D.C., um, and working several part-time jobs instead of getting that one full-time job with a 401k and benefits and all of these things. I have more bills than money, but I also have more joy. Um, And I'm not afraid to live the unconventional life, the life that not a lot of people subscribe to living um, in order to be joyful. I actually had a conversation with a guy recently who is in the military and then he's going to go off to nursing school and, you know, he's just going to live a very comfortable life. And I asked him why. And he said, well, you know, I figure I'm 26, you know, I'm, you know, I've missed the mark for going to school at a quote unquote normal time. Uh, I figure I might as well just get it over with. And that I never want to live that life. It took me six years to graduate and I'm happy I got my piece of paper and I was stressed out that everybody else was graduating before me. But my timeline has nothing to do with anybody else's timeline. My life has nothing to do with anybody else's life. And settling is not in the cards. Um, Number three, eat the fruit and spit out the seeds. All advice, sound or not, does not need to be applied to your life. Um, and I think this is important because, you know, we go to our older relatives, older friends, mentors, church members, whomever, um, and they give us advice. And a lot of times it's, it's very good advice. We can take it and we can digest it and get something from it, but we don't need to apply everything that everyone says to our lives because a lot of people don't know us or a lot of people don't know what we're going through. And if you go to someone and say, oh man, I'm really broke. The first thing they're going to tell you is go get a full-time job, but they don't know that the last time you got a full-time job, you left in six months because you literally could not stand to be in the building. So 
eat the fruit and spit out the seeds. Every piece of advice does not need to be applied to your life. Number four is let that nigga go. If he cared, you'd know it. Number five is consciously put God first. A passive relationship isn't enough. Put faith, nope, put forth the effort and make him your best friend. I think a lot of us have a passive relationship with God. Um, A relationship that, you know, maybe in the morning we'll say a quick prayer. Maybe at night we'll say a quick prayer. Um, Maybe we might read a Bible verse or we have a devotional that comes through our phone and we read that in the morning or at night. Um, But there's never, or not never, but for a lot of us, we don't sit and study. We don't sit and um, digest. We don't sit and listen. We don't sit and pray. We don't commit to, to cultivating a relationship with God, the way that we cultivate a relationship with our friends and boyfriends and girlfriends and family members. Um, and I think that is a mistake because if you don't have anybody else, you have God. And so often we turn back to him when everything else fails instead of cultivating a relationship with him throughout everything. So when things fail, they don't seem as drastic because we have him. Um, so that is definitely a piece of advice that 27-year-old me needs to give 27-year-old me because, you know, maybe I seem all Jesus-y, you know, in the podcast (laughs) and I do love God and I feel like I have kind of an unconventional relationship with him, but I definitely need to put effort into cultivating an active and conscious relationship with him. Um, so that's all for today. Um, I challenge you all to Write out just a couple of points about what 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 year old you would say to you today. And if you feel like sharing, send them over to um, what's teapod at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at what's teapod. Um, there will also be what's tea mugs coming out. I've been saying that for three episodes. They're coming. I'm not going to put a date on it. You know what I'm saying? Because mugs cost money. You see what I'm saying? But they are coming. Um, Yeah. Any questions, comments, concerns, send them to the email. Love yourself, love God, and trust the process. Peace.